Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. Hopefully everybody's having a great weekend and uh, getting outside and enjoying yourself safely, right? Social distancing, you're not coughing on on everybody. I just saw something the other day, y'all. It's so crazy. This lady had an issue with someone in a store, right? I think it was like a Starbucks. No shade. Nevertheless, she was in Starbucks. She didn't have a mask on. And individuals was like, yo, where's your mask? Blah, blah, blah. She, and then she got mad and just started coughing on people. Just out of line. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You get what I mean? I mean, those are rights to and a left to whatever comes to your face. Nevertheless, yo, shout out to everybody that's out there. We want to welcome y'all seriously. We have a great, great show lined up for you. But uh, we, you know how we do. We go around and holla at the holla at the den. What's going on, Will? How you feeling, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Fresh back from the rains, out there doing the the preparation just in case. You know what I'm saying? Getting that, getting that aim right. Um, had a good time with family. Uh, for everybody that's out there, you notice Larry is not on, man. Let's keep us keep him in our prayers, man. He's overseas doing what he do, wearing his uniform. And also, Foots won't be on the day. He got some things going on, so also keep him in your um, prayers as well. But what's going on, everybody? Looking forward to the show. Share, 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 especially our lower-tier airmen and people that just want to know how do you work through this system when you know it's not designed for you fully. But, hey, ready to get into it. Yes, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And um, shout out to you going out to the range, getting it in, you know. However, keep that on the low. They ain't got to know how good you are. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let them come to you and then they'll see. You feel me? They ain't got to know your business like that. That's how you roll, right? But again, shout out to the airmen out there. And we want to say a special shout out to Air Force Quarantine and us mentoring us. If y'all haven't been a part of those uh, uh, platforms and then get the information, I encourage you to check it on out. Miss Precious J, how you feeling? How you feeling? Living the dream. No, I'm feeling good. Please stop it. <laughs> Don't nobody believe that shit. And listen, whoever say they living the dream after some... Yeah, that's another subject. Listen, but go ahead. I said I was living the dream. I didn't say what kind of dream. The nightmare. Okay. <laughs> right. So what's going on, world? It's your girl, comedian Precious J. Um, a side note, really quick while we're doing an introduction. I am the only female on the show. Therefore, you should be introducing the ladies first. Nothing against Will. Will, hearts, love ya. I'm just saying as a woman, as the only woman. On the okay. Show. Okay. Hey. All right. All right. Damn. No, my God. My bad. Hey, world. What's going on? It's your girl, comedian Precious J. In the building, I'm excited about today's show. Um, it's always going to be a versus. Uh, us versus them, no matter what we do, right? So I'm I'm interested in knowing how that works because all of you guys are in the military and I am not. So I have to I have those regular civilian battles. Um, and please be light on me with y'all y'all terminology, <laughs> y'all y'all military. <laughs> right? Talk. Yeah, the acronyms and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm right. excited. I'm excited. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Right on. And look, my bad, y'all. And of course, she's on the show to keep us in line. And I need that. Oh, oh and, and everybody's face. 
we get with you later. Hey, Herm, what's going on with you in that background, bro? What, what, what's what's the deal? Is, is that that's where you want to be at, man? What's up? Yo, what's going on? Yeah, I'm I'm at a beach right now. You know what I mean? Uh, I recently took my kids out to Lake Carlisle. Have you been out there? No, wait, no, yeah, I have, I have. It's been a while like, though. Kind of close to the base, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's like a beach, I guess. So it put me in the mood for it. But anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, to back up what Will was talking about, man, yeah, big shout out to Larry out there doing his thing, man. It's, it's, it's you could tell, you could tell when he's not on the panel, you know what I mean? So we definitely, he's definitely missed. And Puss, you know, he, he's going through some family issues right now. He, he really needs everybody's support. You know, Puss, he's always in the comments engaging with you guys. So if you can guys say quick prayer for him or whatnot, him and his family, I know he'll appreciate that. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Shout out to Foots. Now today, today we have uh, one of my friends coming on that I've known since my first base. He is also a guy who recently went to senior NCOA with uh, my man Matt Lucas. Uh, he can't play basketball. Uh, he he, Damn! He you know what? Look, talk, you, see, on, you, you can't do it right, bro. You just can't Yo, do he, it right. He, he, he can't. He can play basketball. He'll tell you he can. You know what I mean? He'll get out there looking like Spud McKenzie. You know what I mean? But uh, good dude. He's gonna come over here and talk to us about the processes of IGQ. And when for those who don't know, precious, what IGQ is is how Air Force <laughs> handles complaints. So I really look forward to this conversation. A lot of people look at me for IG. Uh, answers and you, you're talking to the wrong guy so that's why i brought my man matt lucas on today well shout out to you lucas man welcome 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 brother welcome 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 what's going on how you, uh, how you feeling man lucas, station at uh dover air force base mm -hmm. um yeah thanks thanks Herm. um i'm pretty sure i've lit that lit that up a couple of times with the J. Yeah. <laughs> we'll digress right right <laughs> So happy to, be, happy to be here. Happy to uh, share uh, my point of view on everything. So no doubt. Well, listen, we got I'm going to give it to uh, Miss Precious Jason. She got her hands up and already jacked up one time. So go ahead, Miss Precious <laughs> J. What you got? Well, I wanted her to know that I do know what the IG part mean. OK. <laughs> and I where he go? Wait a minute. I don't see him on my... No, okay, he, there you go. What do you mean? What do you mean, man? What do you mean? Inspector General! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Shout out I'm to you. I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm on it. I'm on my, I'm on my, I'm on my, on my job. Yeah, yeah. She did her homework. She did her homework. So, go ahead, Herm. Hey, open it up, man. Tee it up, brother. What you got? Hey, so one of the main reasons why I asked you to come, right, um, especially now and how the Air Force environment has pretty much changed, in my opinion, for the better, because people are being more conscious of what's going on around them, and that Air Force report came out. But I've seen a lot of times in, like, Air Force quarantine, us mentoring us, people uh, posting these, these you know, uh, long issue that they're having, and somebody says, yo, ask the IG. Um I just want you to go quickly, you know, talk about how these complaints get looked at when they come up to your office and why sometimes they might not get substantiated. Okay. So, um, let's give you, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of go into what the IG is, what we do. Um, and then I'll give you my, uh, perspective on, or my opinion on things that I've seen and things that we want. And these are Matthew Lucas's views. 
uh, not particularly the IG views, but I work for the Inspector General's Office for complaints. Um, that being said, complaints come in. We're supposed to listen to any complaint that comes in from anybody, regardless of um, if they're coming in just complaining about their day or they actually have seen something that is wrong um, in the military. So the IGs, we act as the uh, commanders for the wing commander. We That's who we actually work for. We don't work for any other squadron commander. We don't work for anybody on the base. Um, we work for, we serve as his eyes and ears for anything that's ongoing on the base that can uh, be a detriment to morale or uh, things like that. So people come in, they have complaints. Um, some of the complaints border on, I don't think I was treated correctly to actual problems that are going on, bullying, hazing, abuse of authority. Um, the big two ones that the IG always uh, looks at is reprisal and restriction. Those are the two big ones that we investigate. Reprisal and restriction, um, just real quickly, reprisal is you saw something that was going on that was wrong or you saw that you thought was wrong in your squadron against AFI, against um, regulation, and you reported it or you spoke to someone about it whether it be your supervisor, first sergeant, congressman, IG, your, uh, your frontline supervisor, anyone, and you told them that was going on, and then they took a negative action against you. I, you got an LOC, a, a, a letter of counseling, a letter of reprimand, um, you with, are withheld promotion, or you got a, uh, a bad EPR, enlisted performance report, if you got those actions, that could <laughs> constitute uh, reprisal. Restriction is basically anybody telling you that's in your command or a position of command telling you, you cannot go to the IG to talk about anything. Or let me fix this before you go to the IG. That could be also considered restriction. Mm -hmm. Those two big, those are the two big things that the IG looks into and we investigate. Anything else is considered a complaint and possible wrongdoing, but we will look into it and to see what needs to happen. Got it. Got it. Now that's, that's good. That's good. So shout out to everybody that's watching right now. I see my niece over there, Miss Naya. How you doing? Casey, what's going on? G Mills, what's going on with y'all? Miss Mona G Flavor, how's everybody doing? So brother, the, the reason why I, I want individuals to know how important it is, it, it's not just for the military. These are things that individuals should know on the civilian side, civilian sector, when it comes down to complaints, especially now, because uh, things are going to start to heat on up. And I know we're going to get into this a little bit later, but I want individuals to realize that you're not excluded when it comes down to what we're talking about right now, because you have an HR department. You get what I mean? And there's still a process, but there's a way for you to do things. So I, I just want to make sure everybody understand the context of this. So what you got, Will? Hey, Lucas. So in order for someone to come to you with a problem, you have to be able to fully understand that problem, hence documentation. So can you offer up to the viewers what good documentation looks like that gives you a leg to stand on to really articulate their concerns and their issues? So good documentation can be anything from a memorandum of record. Um, it can be the biggest one is a memorandum, a memorandum for record. That is the biggest one. Um, you can 
for documentation, the biggest one. So people come in and they, they like to tell us, hey, these are the things that are going on. They have kind of have dates and times. It's always good to write down dates and times of anything that occurs that you feel is wrong, that it wronged you or you saw wrong happening. It's always great to put down times and dates, even if it's just on a regular sheet of paper. Um, once that occurs, the other biggest thing is when you come to my office, I give you an actual Air Force form. It's a complaint form. And for all those that are listening, it's an Air Force Form 102 for you to actually write down what you saw going on. And it's a very descript, put as much information in there. But the biggest point on that document when we send or when you get an Air Force Form 102 or we give you an Air Force Form 102 is the witness section. If you feel like something is happening to you, if you think something is happening to you and you don't want it to be he said, she said, Get, have witnesses, have people that can speak to it, can talk to it, have seen it, list those people and the IG will come and speak to those people as well. And then, and then we'll go from there. Does that make sense? Yes. What about text messages as a form of documentation and email? Text messages, text messages work too. I have, um, I have seen uh, people come in that have had text messages from, oh, this person is trying to do this to me, this person is trying to do that to me, and, and look right here, I have text messages that, have, have, that, that show the opposite or the contrary. So what I'll do is I'll take, a, I'll take your text message, I'll save it in a PDF, and then I'll put that along with the documentation that you give me. So text messages work, um, pictures work, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, and that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, go, go, go ahead. Well, what else? What else? I brought that up because before we started the show, we were talking about people that do that emotional dump. Yeah. And I guarantee there's some people that are here watching that are going through things now or have been through something. And when they come to IG to make sure that they come with you with logic and tangible information, not mm -hmm. to say you can't have emotion, but emotion mm -hmm. does not render that, that finding or that inspection that, and all those things that you do it's not going to work out good on their end if they don't get you don't get those tangibles, right? Right. right. If, if someone comes in and they, everybody's emotion, usually emotionally tied to whatever they come about, um, if you don't have something tangible, if you don't have something that I can actually look at, do some fact finding, ask some questions for, that is the information that I need. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna hear you out. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, try to understand it, but I don't work for you. And I think that's a lot of things that people come in as the IG. I don't work for the person that's coming in. I don't work for the person that they're complaining about. I work for the base commander and I work on behalf of the truth. So my point is I want to get to the bottom of this truthfully and factually. And if you come in with a lot of emotion, that's great. I want to know where's the substance. Got you. Got you. That makes sense. Precious, what you got? Mute. So, for us civilian folks, <laughs> you're basically like HR for yes. the military mm -hmm. or the Air Force. Because a lot of the things that I heard you saying as far as, you know, people bringing complaints to you, like the process that, um, you know, that you have is because I work in a call center setting. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have kind of those same processes. You bring it to a manager or a supervisor, but again, they always advise us to have or try to have those things that you listed, uh, dates, times, um, you know, witnesses, uh, which brought me to something else. As far as witnesses go, 
often, depending on the situation, you have people that don't necessarily want to be confronted about something that happened to them. So what do you do in those situations where you have man, woman, doesn't matter, um, in a situation where they have witnesses, however, you know, witnesses really don't want to be confronted. Um, they don't really have a great paper trail. And I don't know, maybe the position that they've been put in, they, they're they kind of scared to do more than what they're already doing. How do you handle those type of situations? Mm, so I let it be known as far as the inspector general um, is concerned. And, and from our standpoint, if anyone takes any negative action against anyone for seeing something or alerting someone or talking to someone, if, if that happens, they can be uh, charged with the person who takes the negative action can be charged with reprisal that. So when I come talk to you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the person basically straight up, Hey, do you have anybody that's seen this witnesses? And if they don't feel like talking to them, I'm still going to go talk to them and I'm going to let them know, Hey, I'm gonna give them a call and say, you can come up to my office or we can do this over the phone. I'm not letting anybody know that I'm speaking to you. Um, and I'm going to ask them some questions. And I'm going to say, you don't have to, this is basically pre-fact finding for me. I just want to know what's going on. And I'm not going to let anyone else know that me and you spoke. The mm. only person that's going to know that me and you spoke is if you tell them, because I'm not saying anything to anybody. So now that's a good, that's a good, uh, I'm glad you said that, but let me uh, push this back to you. There have been cases or situations where individuals come to the IG for questions because of things that's going on, but they're not quite ready to, you know, get it, uh, I, I guess, have it reported. And they may feel as though it's in confidence, right? But obviously, let's say it's, it's something that's not illegal, meaning that they're not going to harm someone or even themselves, but that individual, that IG, a professional, would still go back and kind of talk to their supervisor because they know the supervisor or talk to, even though it's illegal, it's out of line, but they talk to the supervisor or they talk to their, their commander. Then what does, you know, what, what would that airman do in that point? Because now they don't have a real case, but now they have to be left with, you know what I mean? The mess that they, in you, if you will, created. So, so basically the IG, we, we have a lot of, uh, authority to move laterally and to look into things, but we make mistakes also. That is a that is a clear violation and mistake of IG processes. So they can make a complaint against the IG. They would just go to the next higher IG. So if I work at the wing commander, or if I work for the wing commander at the wing level, and I make a mistake, or I let someone supervise the nose, and that information gets back to um, the airman that's making the uh, complaint, and he's like, that's not supposed to happen, then he can make a complaint against me to the MAGCOM IG, and mm. then they will investigate me to see if I was doing what I'm supposed to. Mm. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. I'm sure individuals did not know that, and I'm glad that you're on again to help mm. uh, to help communicate that because it's like who's policing the police, if you will. You, you right. get what I'm saying? Because there's always right. going to be a level of human factor. Herm, what you got? So I, I was just about to ask what you just asked, right? Um, which was the, cause I mean, not everybody's IG's office is, um, 
works works right, especially when we go into like you know these bases where people have known each other for twenty years, um, like the guard bases or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, they got like close knit relationships, and um, you talked about maneuvering over to the Magcom, right? Like if if you if you're not trusting the the wing IG because not everybody's going to be as honorable as uh, Lucas over here, right? Um, how do they get in contact with their Magicom IG? Because a lot of airmen don't even know that even it exists. You know, it's not like that information is out. It's not on the boards or anything like that. It's not briefed. How, mm-hmm. how do you uh, recommend them get to the Magicom IG? So you can, uh, there's a website. Uh, there is the Air Force Inspector General's website. And um, I believe there's a link to every Magicom Inspector General at the Air Force level um, IG. So if you go on the internet and just type up Air Force Inspector General's office, it will pull up um, the IG for the Air Force. Uh, And then you just look under MAGCOM. Also, if you've had any contact with me, because I wanna make sure that there is somewhat of a paper trail that for anything that comes into my office, I'm gonna put you in, we have a system that tracks everything. I'm gonna put you into the system and then I'm going to give you something from me. I'm going to send you a, if I dismiss your, you, you come in and you say, hey, this is what's, this is what's going on. I'm, I could dismiss it. I could say this is, that has no validity. I looked into your situation. It doesn't, uh, there's no violation of Air Force regulation. I'm going to send you a letter that says that. And then it's going to say if you disagree and it's going to have all that contact information on it. So, and then if I ref- if I send your information up to be investigated, you're still going to get a letter from me that still has all of that information on it. So you come and talk to me, you're going to get a- enough information. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And then, and then we, and we do make sure that we post on, uh, I can't speak for any other bases, but I do know uh, that we make sure that our information is splashed across our base page as far as IG, who you can get in contact with. And then there's always a link to our MagCom on that, that splash page. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. That's good. Precious, what you got there? So how do you deal with, uh, like Scooby mentioned, policing the police type of situation. Um, my mom was in the army. My dad was in the air force. Um, you hear these stories about how basically how police officers will protect other police officers when they're doing, you know, things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, not just, you know, I'm talking about to people directly. Um, how do you deal with those type of situations? Because, I mean, these are your peers and you go and they know what your position is. They know what you came to do when you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially if it's somebody that you've been knowing for years and years and years and you get this report about them, like, how do you handle those situations where people within, you know, the military are protecting each other and not, you know what I mean? I know Mm -hmm. it's all kind of an investigation and a paper trail, but do you ever have, like, good feelings, like, that make you kind of want to investigate things a little bit more than what you usually would? Mm. That's a good question because we was kind of talking about that earlier, especially in this climate right now. So, yeah, what you got, bro? So when I was new to the IG, situations would come up and I would look like if something's I got to like you said, if I, I have a feeling that this isn't right or something's not right. Then I would start doing a lot of 
investigation. And, and I like to stay away from that word investigation, because if it's not reprisal or restriction, then we're not supposed to investigate. We're supposed to, quote unquote, fact find. Fact finding doesn't have to be a lot of information. It just has to say what most likely occurred in that situation. Once that happens, then we have to direct the resolution process, someone getting in trouble, someone being uh, responsible for the situation to the people uh, at the appropriate level. So while part of me wants to investigate and look into it, part of me doesn't. Part of me wants to make sure I just get facts and then push it to wherever I need to so it doesn't rest solely on me to do a lot of information finding because that's not really my job. My job is to investigate reprisal or restriction and then let commanders uh, fix the problems that are going on in their squadrons. Mm. And you mentioned you mentioned earlier uh, something about how when people come to you with their problems, they're not really realizing that you don't work for them, right. that you know you work for the military, right? Or is that's how you put it? I, I work for the, for the base. I work for the base commander, but then I also work for, on behalf of what is the truth. That's that's who I work. I work for the truth. If the Air Force is at fault, then I'm going to find it. If the person is at fault, then I'm going to I'm going to find try to find my best way. So I don't work for anyone. I just work for the truth. But I have to report all of this to the base commander. So so just to let everybody know, you're not like a defense attorney. You get no. what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're not you're not doing that. However, you're there to identify the truth. And so I guess and, and then we can talk about that, too fact finding we talked about that earlier so if i have an issue let's say i'm airman scooby right i got yep. an issue and i feel like everybody's picking on me everybody messing with me and i come to you and you look through my piff and you're like yo uh i feel you they just might be but you <laughs> right but so let, let's How talk about right not not just that look at your track record talk about that bro Right. So one of the one of the things I really like about my job um, is I have unrestricted access to most all information to include HIPAA on the base. As long as I'm looking into something that is appropriate, I, I don't don't break into you know some somebody's office and look at information just because I want to. But if some if a complaint is going on and there's a need to know, I have unrestricted access to mo most everything on the base. So if that happens. I'm going to go look. If a person comes in and says, hey, I got an Article 15, they aren't treating me right. I'm going to go, okay, best believe I'm going to go look into your, your PIF. I'm going to go look at it. And I'm going to probably say before I go look in your PIF, and PIF is your personnel information folder um, for my non-military people out there. I'm going to go <laughs> look at uh, that information, and it's, if it has anything derogatory in it, if it has anything disciplinary-wise in it, um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to say, Hey, um, what's all of this information that's going on? Can you explain that to me? Um, I will say some of the things that happen is if I go in there and I look at a PIF and there's nothing in there and someone's being treated, then that's usually a tell sign of something being wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Usually, or what I've sometimes see is people have extensive PIFs and they do not like to offer that information up. Then you go look and you're like, Okay, let's uh, let's talk about this. See, and and I think that's the difference that individuals need to understand the difference between having a case and then it being unsubstantiated. Will, what you got, bro? 
right. So you're talking about PIF information, right? So in my experience, I've seen where supervisors would put MFRs mm-hmm. that run for record in people's record, but never tell the individual. It's almost like they're stockpiling negative trends, mm-hmm. but never talking to the individual about what they may be doing wrong in order to lead to the LOR that are or reprimand or lead to that article 15. So if you are in the airman or young NCO shoes and that's happening to them, what is, what are the rules on when you have an issue that you need to be corrected on with that young airman or that young NCO? Do you have to tell them before you put it into that PIF? Huh. So I think that that basically, and, and help me out if, if I go in the wrong direction. Um, if you have a supervisor and supervisors are supposed to be communicating that information to their airmen. A good supervisor is. I mean, that's how I was brought up in the military. A good supervisor is communicating that information with the individual. If you're a suspicious individual or you don't think that you're getting a good shake on it, I encourage you to go look at your PIF. There's nothing in the regulation that says you cannot go look at your PIF. I would encourage people if they feel like something's going wrong, I wouldn't even say if they feel like something's going wrong. I would just encourage people to go look at their PIFs. Go look at information in your uh, personal information folder. Right. See, that's I, I just it, encourage. Just it, do it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the old adage. You know, if you go and talk to the police, uh, you can either tell them or you can have a lawyer. I'm going to use a lawyer every single time. I'm going to go look at things so I don't mm-hmm. get messed up on my own. So go look at your pins. Go look at. So and and I get what you were what you're saying, and I also get what Will's saying because do you, you may not know what's in your PIF and then, you know, in your file and someone can be building the case on you. You get what I'm saying? So listen, shout out to everybody that's watching right now. I see you, Sheena, what's going on? LaKendra, how you feeling? Charm, how you doing? It's your first time watching the dead. Hey, hey, hey. All right. But the thing is, is we're we're talking about um, IG complaints and what's considered substantiated and or 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 cases right what type of evidence you need and this is not only for you but also you know for your airmen because we're in a very very crucial time in our military where things are sensitive and they're supposed to be they should be right but there's a right and a wrong way to do things and you need to take care of yourself and also your airmen Herm, what you got bro So there's a difference between the MEO office and the IG office. But for a lot of things, um, when people say stuff about racial disparity or some kind of discrimination, people always say, ask the IG. I want, first, I want you to talk about your role in that. So this is a two-part question. Your role in that when, when they bring something like that to you. And then also, we all, we all are aware of the Air Force report that came out. Now, again, I, I recognize that you do not speak for the IG office, but um, you speak as Matt Lucas, who happens to work up there. Um, from your viewpoint and knowing what was said in that in that uh, report, can you correlate with that report to how we handle racial disparity questions? Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 because that's a good question. That's a dope question, but you know we got to take a pause for the calls, right? Because we're about to get it in, and I don't know how this is going to go. But, uh, Lucas, whenever you got time, brother, you say you're over in Dover? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when, when individuals have complaints around here, you know what we do? We don't tell them to go to IG or EO or anything. What, what we really do 
is tell them to uh, go to Kevlar's Grill. Let me tell you something about Kevlar's Grill, right? So Kevlar's Grill is one of our sponsors, man. Listen, they've been getting in with us since day one, man. They're inside the VFW, outside of Scott Air Force Base. Let me show you something. Not only do they have the best food around here, they have Grubhub, but they also have the Gratitude Box where you can purchase food for first responders and nurses and things of that nature. They do catering. They have Grubhub. Like I said, 25-mile radius. They got the fish, shrimp, wings. All that, man, is dope. Real good food, okay? And anybody that's watching, if you haven't been in Kevlar's Grill, go to them today. Call them up, and they'll come to your crib. Drop it off, right? And they won't even touch it. Boom, drop it off. Ring the doorbell. Boom, they'll they run. All right? So number 618-416-5700. And again, it's outside the uh, Scott Air Force Base in the back. All right? Lucas, you like shoes, brother? You wearing something now, aren't you? Check it out. I'm going to need you to go to Upper Souls on IG, right? Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all go and check out this young brother's uh, shoes. He has those exclusive kicks, okay? Make sure you check them out. They're dope, dope, dope. Hey, you got some sneaker, some sneaker heads out there? I wasn't one. Still not because I really can't dig it. But if you want to invest in some of those J's, get them now. Wait till the season change and then flip them. That's what it is. So make sure you go to Upper Soul. That's U-P-P-E-R-S-O-L. E-Z on IG. Can you dig it? Right on and right on. So going back to that, that question, man, how you feel about that? What's your thoughts about that question? So uh, on the second part, definitely uh, Herm chime in again about what the question is. I believe the first one was, was about EO. Um, so EO, when you come to the IG, you we're always going to accept anybody that comes. I'm not, I'm never going to turn anybody away from my office. I'm going to take the information. I'm going to document it. I'm going to put you in the system. I'm going to let, I'm going to, and then I'm going to ref, uh, explain to you how the IG works for EO, which is equal opportunity, um, which when you feel like you're being discriminated against based on uh, sexual preference or uh, ethnicity or gender, uh, when you come over to the IG, you can make a complaint at the IG. The IG is not the subject matter expert in EO uh, findings or how, how we proceed. We do know that there are problems and those problems need to be elevated someone, but the IG is not the EO uh, subject matter expert. So if you come into my office and you let me know, hey, this is what's going on in my squadron and they're calling me this, or they're saying disparaging things about a group of people and I've documented it and I've seen it. What do I do? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take your information down. I'm going to ask you, have you spoken to anybody? Have you spoken to any other outside agency? If you say yes or no, then I'm going to get on the phone with EO or whomever they spoke to. I'm going to see what's going on, get some, some validity to it. I'm not going to say I'm going to turn it away. I just want to kind of get my uh, my head wrapped around what's actually going on. And then I'm going to refer that member to EO. I'm going to say, hey, you need to go to EO. And I know all the people that work in EO. I'm going to send you over to staff sergeant such and such or tech sergeant such and such. I'm on the phone with them right now. And they're going to set you up with an interview to see what's going on. So they have rules and procedures to um, figure out what's actually going on in the unit. That's from the IG's perspective. That's what we're going to do. Mm. 
if there's wrongdoing that occurs, if you see wrongdoing that is occurring because of ethnicity and then something else, we're definitely, I'm going to take down all the information and then I'm going to look through and I'm going to say, okay, we have some abuse of authority going on here or we or potential abuse of authority that's going on here. Or we have some, some hazing or perhaps some bullying that is going on in conjunction with the EO, then the IG will definitely get involved and will work hand in hand with EO concerning that situation. Mm. Okay. There right, what was the second part of that question there, uh, Herm? So we, we all are aware of the Air Force uh, report that came out uh, that talked about uh, black airmen are two times more likely to get in har- harsher punishment than white counterparts. Now, again, knowing that you don't speak for the IG office, you don't speak for the Air Force, but your opinion as Matt Lucas that sits there, can you... And what you have seen come through your office, can you correlate? Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Do, do you see it? Do you can you correlate it from your perspective to what that report came out? So yes and no, yes and no. I can see it correlation because I do have, um, I have seen, or this is my perspective. Um, people, uh, black people, come in that have problems because of being picked on and uh, in their offices or what's going on. That's something that I take, uh, I don't take lightly, I take a look at. Um, I must say, I don't know what it is about the IG. The IG is never really anybody's first, like I'm going to the IG. As soon as I have a problem, I'm going to the IG. They never really do that. They usually wait till things build and build and build and build and build. And then they're like, ooh, I think I need to go to the IG. That's most of the people that I see that come over. So I would encourage you, I would encourage anybody to come over first. Make us your first place to stop at because now it's easier for me to say, oh man, you do have a leg to stand on because you have nothing that's going on. And all of a sudden you have all this negative action that is going on against you versus I've kind of been going down the wrong path. These things are kind of messing up. Okay, and now I want to stop by the IG, and I'm like, hey, you have a lot of. It's hard to differentiate between you haven't met the standard and you're being treated unequally. Mm. Um, the, good, the good thing about the report that's coming out that that I, when I read it was the IG is an independent. We don't report to anybody. That is always the good thing. The IG doesn't report to Colonel such and such, General such and such. We report directly to the IG, and then that IG reports to us. Uh, Secretary of the Air Force IG. That's where the, everything goes to. And then the Secretary of the Air Force IG goes to the Department of Defense IG. Those are the people that get that information. So to me, that is, that's one of the real good things about reading that um, a document that came out is because the IG doesn't serve anybody. So, and I've had friends that I'm like, hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm going to be looking at something tomorrow. We're friends, but I got a job to do. Yeah, so. you, you hear them up if you have to. Precious, what yep. you got? Um, so currently, backing up what you just said, you know, you got to do your job. But we talked about, uh, you know, race and discrimination and stuff like that. Have you ever had someone, you know, if you brought an issue to them, man, it seemed like, oh, especially if it's a black, a black person that was bringing a problem to you, have you ever had someone accuse or insinuate that maybe you were siding with uh, the black person 
versus the I actually have three questions and because we running out of time, so I gotta ask all my questions at once. Yeah. So let me know if you need me to refresh you. Okay. That's the first question. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's the first have you ever had somebody try to pull that card on you? Oh, you you black too. You trying to help them just because they black. You only seeing it their way or whatever, just because they're black. That's my first question. Second question is this sound like like a secret like detective protection program or something for the military, right? <laughs> so we have like HR, you know, within our company. I work for Anthem, but often when we're reporting certain things, we really don't feel like it's beneficial or it's helping. Um, just listening to all the levels of, you know, the process and you know the rules and the guidelines do you have any suggestions for like civilian folks who have to deal with hr issues like that and last question how did you get that position like is this something that you somebody called upon you to do or you was looking like you know what i'm really tired of just doing whatever i'm doing let me look into <laughs> some other shit how did you you know get the position? Okay, so the first one, um, has anybody questioned me saying I'm siding with people just because of ethnicity? No, I've never had that problem. Um, I Have you ever I tried, seen that with somebody be, else? Say again? Have you ever seen that with somebody else, like another IG doing anything like that? No, no I haven't seen that. I try to be, when my job, I try to be as transparent as possible to both the people I'm dealing with and the people that I may be asking questions to. I try to be as transparent as possible. I can't tell you who's has the complaint. I can't tell you why I'm there, but I try to be as transparent as possible or as vague as possible when it comes to specifics. So um, as far as I'm concerned, no, no one has ever or I've never seen anybody say, hey, you're signed with somebody else because of ethnicity. I have not seen that. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Mm. Okay. Uh, on the second one, I believe, what was the question? It was... Uh, suggestions uh, for us civilian folks who have, you know, different levels oh, right. of HR and stuff like that. So, what are any suggestions for us? The squeaky wheel, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. If you keep if you keep complaining... Because you know that's how it's looked at. Like, it's, you know... I, this is, I've only been working in a call center setting for a, a few years, and I'll tell mm -hmm. you something different. It's so many people that you have to deal with, I'm not used to it. But what I'm saying is, they look at that type of thing as a snitch. Like, same way we look at certain things in a black community. Mm -hmm. You telling, you snitching. But I tell people at work all the time, guess what? If it's hurting me directly, or it's affecting me negatively directly, guess what? I'm going to tell on your ass. Right. So, <laughs> I know you got that. I know you have that uh, issue in the military where people feel like, you know, you better not snitch. You you need to be tough enough to speak this shit out. Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you I, deal with that? I have, I have I asked seen, another question. It's, it's all good. I've seen, I've seen other organizations kind of do that. And one good thing about the military when you come in and you make a complaint, you can do it anonymous, anonymously. You can say, I want you to check on this, and I don't want my name attached to it because I don't want any, anything to come back to me. Once that happens, 
I'm going to look and I'm going to get resolution. But the bad thing about doing it anonymously, I don't owe you. An, I don't owe you an answer. Mm. Now I'm going to yeah, go don't in. Don't be the only black person in the office trying to be anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> that's the deal. Yeah. So and, and I'm glad you said that, too, because we had uh, a few shows back. You know, you have to be able to have, uh, you know, a crew of individuals that can you know, kind of line up with what you're saying. That kind of helps. You know, it would help. And uh, and yeah, those were some good questions. But uh, did you answer all of them? Did he answer all of them for you, Precious? Answer my last one though. My last. No, the last one. What was the last one? Yes. So, so how I got the job was, um, so I'm an aircraft maintainer by trade. I work in the maintenance of help uh, welding and machining and fixing parts. Um, the job came open for to work in my squadron as a first sergeant. So as a first sergeant, um, I I'm, I'm, was responsible for the morale and welfare of about 100, 110 individuals, but I wasn't a actual, the military people are known as a diamond wearing first sergeant. I was a full-time, a full-time first sergeant without the diamond. So I was working on base as a first sergeant. So um, I did a good, I felt like I did a good job. My command chief which is the highest enlisted person on the base, felt like I was doing a good job. So he specifically said, hey, we're going to line you up with another job that helps you get promoted or put you in a position to affect change across the base. Um, so the position came up for the Inspector General Complaints. It's usually an officer position. They gave it to me to hold down because that was the norm here at Dover to let a, sen a senior NCO hold that position. Um, so I was the director, but then we did some reorganization. So now I'm the superintendent and, uh, that's basically how I got the job. Dope. Okay. <laughs> well, look, Hey, you got a, a question out hey, there. That, that, that is not what happened. Man. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, no, he, he about to say something stupid. And ladies and gentlemen, he about to say something stupid. I know he is. I ain't going to give you that. See, watch this shit. See, see, so basically, see, that's what it sounds like. So now he said, he said, so, so you was the snitch. And so now they gave you the, the pay to, to be a legal snitch. Hey, but listen, shout out to everybody that's watching. I got a, a question out there for, uh, from McCoy. How you feeling, brother? He says, uh, so basically from your perspective, and I know you can't give, you know, be specific with this, but what's the ratio of substantiated and non, uh, not substantiated cases? I can't, I can't. Um, so not substantiated, unsubstantiated. Again, uh, I can't give numbers on that. Right. But That's if. Something I can't. I can't but, speak to. Um, yeah. And. The big thing is, uh, again, reprisal and restriction. That is the meat and potatoes of what the IG does, reprisal and restriction. Mm -hmm. If it's not, then I'm going to refer that to an outside organization or uh, commander uh, for uh, substantiation or not substantiation. Mm. that's what's going to happen. So I can't really talk to those numbers because I can't really tip the hat on what goes on yeah. as far as track tracking wise in the um, inspector general's office. I can dig it. I can dig it. Will, what you got, man? So, Hey, I'm looking um, at a response from Richard Sims. He asked, can you flip it from military to civilian employees for NAV, DOD, GS, et cetera? How would you provide those same tips? Is that within your arena? Yes. So you can come into my office being a NAF employee or a civilian contractor, um, GS position. You can come into my office and you can make a complaint. 
There are a few different avenues that the complaint will go into. I believe it's uh, if you're coming in, if you're a NAF or a civilian contractor, I'm going to take your information in and then I'm going to give you the website that you have to go to is uh, the DOD website for IG. They're going to get that information and they're going to make you fill a form and then it's going to get funneled back down to me and then I'm going to get your information and have to look into your information anyway. So I'd rather just get all of your stuff kind of already have a heads up of what's going on and then send you to the website because that's eventually going to come back to me and I'm going to have to look into it. So yes, NAF employees, uh, civilians, contractors, anybody can come and talk to the active duty IG. So that's good. So my, I got a question and, and actually it's from our live from Ms. Lily Wilson. Shout out to you. She asked, so what happens to an IG case when a person files the complaint and leaves, right? Does the case go away or is there any, you know, what's the uh, outcome? Or any outcomes? No, no there's there, the case doesn't go away. You come into my office and you give it to me and then you leave. I'm still going to look into it. I still owe you a response regardless if you PCS, permanent change of station. If you did that, I still owe you a response. Uh, I'm going to ask you what your information is because I have to stay in touch with you. By uh, regulation, I have to give a every 30 days that goes on and the case is open, I have to give you an update. So I'm going to get your contact information, whether you're getting out of the military, whether you're staying in the military or going to another base. I'm going to get that information down so I can continue to give it to you. And that goes um, for civilians, too, right? Right. It's for mm -hmm. civilians, too. Mm -hmm. And if you say you're making a complaint against someone who has PCS or left the base, I'm going to track that information and that person is still i'm still going to look into that information now whether that person gets punished is probably going to be up to his gaming organization because we now don't have any control of what goes on with that person because he doesn't belong to us anymore but i'm going to still keep and keep that information and keep looking into that that case it doesn't go away yes yes we have seen that in real life real time recently anyway well hey you got one more will what you got brother hey we were talking about the term snitch that term does not exist you're identifying people either doing the right thing or the wrong thing can't put that damn narrative out there if right. you're not being treated fairly do the right damn thing and say something you're not a snitch you're doing the right thing because you need more is willing to tell a damn truth shout out i hear you that sound like you snitched too, so I need to watch myself <laughs> around your ass. Anyway, yeah, shut up. You too. Stop telling. I say it. Damn tell and tell. Stop telling tell. If it's gonna affect me negatively, and, and you know, it, you already have regular stresses of life. I don't want to come to work and be dealing with extra unnecessary stuff, and then you got me all uncomfortable. Like we at school and you a bully. Right. No, we ain't gonna do that. You ain't gonna make me uncomfortable. I'm coming here and make my coins, and I'm gonna tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they light skinned, dog. That's what I mean. Light skinned people always snitching on people. Oh my god. Man, listen, look. You got to understand. See, see, Herm got to do this every once in a while. Oh my god. Your soul is the black but you a light-skinned tiger, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Buca Cappuccino over there, bro. Yo, real talk. <laughs> hey, well, listen, man. Look, we want to thank you, though, man, for being on, man. Hey, but look, before I, before we go around and give our final word, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time checking out the Lion's Den, you can go to, you can Google us, right? Lion's Den with Seth. And on the podcast, if you want to help out, if you want to contribute, you have an opportunity to do that. And so shout out to those that have done that. So you go to 
into the lion's den on Anchor, anchor anchor.com. And or anchor.fm and you will see the lion's den with Seth and there's an opportunity for you to contribute to what we do and we will appreciate that we do we do we do Will what you got man final word alright final words is this snitching would mean you're telling on somebody behind their back I tell you to your damn face so that's the difference between me and somebody else stand on what's right hey Lucas I appreciate what you're doing man appreciate the information hey her He's, he dark-skinned and hard, man. That's still my brother. Last can't sing nor play basketball. Precious Jay, we're going to work on them arms. We're going to get some Toastmasters. Oh, my God. Stop it. And first of all, and you know what? It, all you're doing is being a snitch in the face. You're still snitching. Wait, but listen. Hey, Luke, man, we got one more question, too, because I want to make sure I get to Miss uh, Callaway. She says, um, how do you go or how do you start an IG case if you don't know how uh, oh, how to word what's going on. So if a person doesn't know how to articulate it for real, how can they actually start it? Like, do you help them? Or do you walk them along that process? What do you do? Yeah, so you come into my office, you sit down and talk. That's the biggest thing first. Is just come in and, and start talk the uh, IG process and say, hey, this is what's going on. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to put words in your mouth as far as I could say, this sounds like a case of this or that. I'm going to use your words as much as possible, but we have, you know, we have definitions in our books that basically outline ethical and unethical uh, things that people do. When you tell me, Hey, I'm going to come in and this person, for, for example, someone comes in and says, Hey, they just decided to yesterday make me point me out for coming in five minutes, you know, late and everybody else is coming in five minutes late. Uh, and it's never really been a problem. You're going to tell me that I'm going to be, I could say, it sounds like maybe someone's abusive authority because that fits the definition of abusive authority. It may fit the definition of abusive authority. Gotcha. So if you don't have the words, I'm definitely going to, I know how to write my reports and I know how to write my cases. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, okay, this sounds like maybe this, if someone comes in they're going to say, like I said, the two biggest ones reprisal or restriction I've been reprised against, or I've been, um, singled out. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, it's kind of like the IG sensors go off, and I'm going. There's a few questions I'm going to specifically ask to figure out if this is reprisal or restriction. If it does meet that, then I'm going to say, "Hey, it sounds like it, but you have to say it. I'm not going to mm. say. I'm going to give you the definition, and you tell me if it meets the definition, and then we'll go from there." Good to know. Good to know. Precious J, what you got? Well, I'm a proud snitch. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I'm definitely okay with snitching. But my final thoughts are I, I'm happy that as black people, we know that it's somebody that looked like us in this type of position. I've never even heard of this type of, um, I'm a civilian. So I've never heard of, you know, your position specifically. But um, it just warms my heart to know that I know we got black people that do everything, but it's important to know that there's somebody, um, not just in black people's corner, but like you said, you work for the truth. So it's important to know that there's somebody that wants to make sure everybody is being treated the right way. Um, 
and it's it, it's nice that you black too. It just it just helps. It makes <laughs> put a little sprinkle on there, put a little black sprinkle on there. So I appreciate you, um, you know, being a part of the show and answering all my civilian questions. Right on, no, no doubt. Right on, Big Herm. What you got, bro? Oh, wait, hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait before you wait, do. Why you always oh, gotta brace us? Oh, oh no, he no, talking. because you know why? Because he be saying some crazy shit. That's all. I right. I got to. We got to make sure we brace the audience because he about to, he gonna say something out of line. But y'all ready? Go ahead, Herm. Go ahead. Hey, first of all, I never heard black sprinkles ever being any good. But um, <laughs> you, it sound like rat shit. But anyway, <laughs> she called you rat shit though. I don't know. Hey, but. Damn. <laughs> this, man, you so out of line. And, 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 and then I had to think about it, and that was the first right. thing that came to my mind. Okay. Horrible. Right. Wait, call them chocolate anyway. chips. Right. Chocolate it chips. It was more so like a black magic. Type there you of go. Thing. There right. you go. Right. Really wanted you to come on here because a lot of people don't really understand everything that the IG does and that we have different departments. Like, even though I work in the IG office, I, I know nothing about really what complaints do. You know what I mean? Because it's just two separate divisions. So I really wanted to bring you on here to give, I mean, hopefully, like, we have some young, younger folks, younger airmen um, watch this. We're going to try to get this out to other other. Uh, avenues so they could see this and understand like what their options are so i appreciate you coming on to do that and um hopefully like when we get done with this please go through the comments and check this one every now and then to see um who's commented and, and reach out to those guys for us man i appreciate you coming on yeah definitely. that's Thanks, right man. man yeah 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 thank you thank you thank you thank you hey so listen brother do you got anything that you would like to say to an airman right now if there was one thing you can tell to an airman that's listening and that's confused but they want to know and everything what would you tell them right now just come out just come to the ig's office if you feel like you have a complaint if you don't feel like if you feel like it's valid if you feel it's you don't know if it's valid if you think someone's picking on you if you feel like no one's listening to you just come over to the ig's office set up an appointment um my i have especially at dover air force base my door is always open um, you can just walk by or make an appointment. Just come by. We'll point you in the right direction. We'll give you some some uh, mentorship if it needs if it needs be. We'll you know give you some uh, actually if you are being treated wrongly or wrongdoing is is going on in your your in unit. We'll talk about that also. If you just just make that approach, just come on out to the IG. Just talk to us. We'll we'll point you in the right direction and uh, hopefully resolve what's happening. Um, we're here to help everyone. As far as get your situation resolved, you may not like the end result at times, but <laughs> yeah. we are here to uh, make sure that everybody's voice is at least heard or looked at. The right biggest on. key is they tell us in training is usually communication. There's usually a problem with communication. That is usually the biggest key of I, all IG complaints, mm -hmm. problematic communication. So uh, you, thanks for having me on. Um, uh, I'm always here to talk about uh, anything 
and everything. So right on. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all for another episode and joining us for another episode of the Lions Den. Make sure you share this, you comment, and you join the Lions Den with Seth. And this is only only the beginning, and we will see you soon. Holla. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking, on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.